Today's episode of Cardishinit is brought to you by Poshmark. Listeners of Cardishinit can get $5 off your first purchase. Just enter the invite code DISHIN when you sign up. That's invite code D-I-S-H-I-N. Hello and welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. I'm happy to see I'm you. I'm happy to see you. Hi, my friend. How are you? I'm good. Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you belated. so much. Thank you so much. 10 years with your Tim. 10 years with my Tim. 10 with Tim. Um, yeah, it's uh, nothing makes you feel older, I've learned, than big honking anniversaries. Well, it's when not- you're like, oh, we met as like, uh, pretty grown feeling people you know what I mean you're right. like oh this is that's wild yeah. like uh, but for your wedding anniversary yes it will be three it, it, three this year three yeah. years so yeah. and that's what is funny is that we were very tickled we went away this weekend uh, for our anniversary and it was very like when we would say uh, it's our anniversary people would say how how many years and we would say 10 everyone assumes wedding which would yes. make sense and then it fed my ego just how i like how many people were like how 10 did, you, get, oh, wait, did you, you guys get married so young and i was like obsessing over it i was like tim we must look so good but i think no, they, they probably say that to everybody but are, they were just like oh you oh you're, and then at your age yeah you must have gotten married young <laughs> It was making me laugh so hard. But no, it was really nice. Uh, It was a very chilled out um, weekend. We stayed at a hotel and watched. We figured out how to watch the live stream of Coachella. (gasps) Coachella, which I went to last year, if listeners remember. Oh, yes. Uh, And it was amazing and also a little brutal horrifying right um yes and i shall never return um ever i do not it think. doesn't seem like a for me thing like, i think it is not for you i think yeah. it is not for um most people i think it's not for people really above 30 if i'm being honest and basically if you sit between the bracket of like 30 and insanely wealthy of any age then you shouldn't go like you either need to have insane money that you just oh, right. VIP in. If and you're somewhere you, in the middle. If you're yeah. just above 30 and normal in any normal pay no, world, yeah. don't go. Like it's it's not good in for, for the body. And so I, I learned that last year. Um, and we also like, you know, we weren't being like penny pinchers and roughing it, but it was just really physically hard. Also, it's so expensive. It too. was so much money. And it's like, and you are, it is so packed and it is really overwhelming. And also just the like, the nature of it's really overwhelming in terms of just like the selfies and cameras and Instagram of it all. Like it's just, I felt very um, rattled by it. And also I saw Beyonce and it was fine. And also I could have waited a year and watched the concert special, which airs this week. But, um, but you got to be It was there. very fun. And I get to tell my grandchildren I saw yes. her. Uh, I saw Beachella, but it was great. We like watched uh, a lot of it was very funny to me of like how you just hear yourself like sounding at that point in your life. Like we would watch so many artists and I'd be like, what is happening? <laughs> Who is this? Well, we were talking before we started recording about how I'm obsessed with Billie Eilish. Yes. And I uh, brag to you that I interviewed her a year ago about for Paper Magazine and that oftentimes Paper is very nice and uh, they reach out to me and 
ask, would you like to interview this person? And almost 99% of the time, I don't know who they are and because paper is much cooler than I am. And that they asked me to interview Billy and I didn't know who she was at all. I'd never heard of her. Uh, and then went, went down the rabbit hole, learned she was very famous, becoming hugely famous, which she is now. And I interviewed her over the phone and was a little hesitant because she was 16. And I felt kind of like, that's a weird feeling yeah. to interview like a very famous 16 year old. And she was truly a delight. Like the real deal. Like she's not the cash me outside. How about that girl? No, <laughs> She's not a bad baby. She was funny and nice and like asked questions, which they you don't need to do. And like, was just a really funny uh she has a lot of isms and felt like a real personality and a real person and also a piece of it that's really um I I felt really bowled over by is how it's really her and her brother and they really make the music together and she's just a little homeschooled weirdo from Highland Park yeah um both her parents are groundlings I think oh um and she's like a little LA weirdo and she and her brother write all of the music I am obsessed I'm so obsessed she's the best I have to get tickets to her this summer at the Greek I will do anything she's a sweetheart and she's so like emotionally like moved by her fans in this way that like that was the part of the interview I'll if anybody you can just google my name and find it um but it's it was a great interview and she has his name and Billie Eilish. Yeah, put my name and Billie Eilish. Plus. Me first. Me first. I'm famous like her. I'm fighting to be famous like a 17-year-old. Uh, Anyways, but... I, I'm obsessed with her. I described her to, yes. like, my roommate. I was like, she's like a Venn diagram of Aubrey Plaza, Lily Allen, and Fiona Apple. It's perfect. She's very dark and moody. But that's why it was funny, because she jokes a lot about how she looks a lot meaner than she is. Like, yeah. her face is, like, mean-looking, and that she she had a lot of funny turns of phrases about it, how she looks like a fucking ghost, and she scares people, and it's, She's like... She's very white. She has, like, a spooky little face, and she knows it. I also love her, like, it. style. It's, like, very, like, oversized, like... Yeah, like the girl who doesn't want to take off her clothes in the in the locker room yeah for gym class. exactly it reminds me of when we were in middle school yeah. sort of the look of it like yeah big and baggy like oversized yeah that you're trying to hide also i do think she has like an enormous rack and yes. i suddenly realized that i was like oh i remember this phase of when girls who had uh boobs really early and you would try to hide it with big t's yeah uh but i but feel it, like- it's sort of like early it's like tlc yes. too right and also, I mean, look, we're about we'll dive in. We love our dashies. Um, but in a world of like Kylie's and Kendall's and like body yaddy yaddies on yes. display at like 16, 17, 18, like I love the idea of like A, someone just that talented, uh, being so rewarded. Yes. And also B just that like her body is not part of the conversation. Right. Is and and really her looks, even though she's like obviously a beautiful white lady, like it's not real. You can tell that that's not what she wants to have be part of it at all. No, I love her. I'm obsessed. Um, but speaking of being in, in concerts. concerts and how, what big music heads we are. Oh, my God. So um, last Tuesday, um, I picked my friend Chelsea out from the airport and she and I had like put feelers out because I knew that my my bud mm. my 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 friend this I'll is really it. all about how you and I are just very deep in her circle with We're, cool musicians yes. so Hosier <laughs> you actually are though Hosier is one of my pals um and I texted him because I this is so stupid okay I'm just name dropping a little bit we so, I think we pretty good about I it i had run into estee heim from yes. the band heim yes you know her that's cool but i'm not like 
friends with her. But like, that's fucking cool. But they I just know her. Um, and she is cool. She's cool as shit. She's cool. Um, she, so she was like, oh, Andy's in town. Are you going to a show? And I was like, hmm, I didn't know about it. And the last time he was here, you went with me. We had a big debacle where we could barely a get into the show. Thing. But we also saw a great concert. We saw, but we did grateful. get in, but we didn't have VIP. And then he was very upset that we did not have VIP. And in fact, We're he, VIPs. he responded to me on Tuesday when I was like, I heard you're in town again. I'd love to, to see you. Um, how long are you in town? And... He was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad about last time. He apologized again. And I was like, please stop it. Stop, Andy. Stop. Like, He's like, I'm playing at the cemetery tonight. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get tickets. He's like, no, you will not. You will be on the list like a proper friend. Aww. So he's so sweet. And so we Chelsea and Chelsea was injured. She has like a knee injury. Like yeah. her patella got knocked yeah, out of place or something yeah i think that's the floating kneecap yeah so ever. that seems like a bad thing to happen <laughs> yeah, so a, big thing. a little like worried about her sitting on the grass of the cemetery at night yes, that's but we tricky. get there and it's so like spooky and like windy and like well, even remember while we were recording the wind was going yes, crazy it was really windy so like i was like and i did the dumb thing of like getting there before i thought he would take the stage but it's the cemetery so like people are camped out yes there's not a like there, i was like oh we're not gonna see this <laughs> so i was like let's go get a glass of wine and sit on these picnic tables right yeah. here and then there was an announcement and it was like guys uh bad news we might we may be canceling the concert and chelsea went yes <laughs> because our knee was already bothering her and i was She's like but i was like let's just wait it out because I, I i was like one i don't want to leave when there's two thousand people leaving the cemetery yeah um and two i was like i think we could still see him at least because that's really what i i mean obviously like he is amazing and it was i love to see his concert but i was like you more, say hi. i want to say hi yeah. um so we, we waited it out and he did say okay so we're having an after party so we go to the masonic temple in the cemetery and that's where it is and he is so apologetic that to everyone there's like less than 50 of us there colin farrell was there with his son uh margot robbie was there oh my lord the, um the genetics uh, on display in this room Haley steinfeld was oh. there uh there were, but like it was truly like 40 50 people tops okay. including the band um wow. and so he's like if you don't mind i'm gonna do a little a, a mini concert because i feel so bad so with no microphones there was just a piano that they rolled in. What? No microphones at all. Magical. And it's just like this little, like, basically, like, it's not even on stage. He's just like in, in this room. little room. And he starts singing with no mic. <gasps> and his, like, the band and backup singers are just like clapping and snapping for in like a guitar and a, in a piano. And he, like, it was chilling. It was chilling. He is so fucking talented he is like it makes me feel the closest i feel to religious like yes he is so truly like a spirit running through him like when we saw him that was i felt truly moved by he his is, voice and like presence he is such a special person go see him you guys yeah uh, i'm sure you probably already love hosier um but he's such a special guy and then afterwards it was like weird because there were so many celebrities yeah. there were not so many but they were like enough to be like, kind of taking up the space as and, they do and margot robbie stepped on chelsea's eileen fisher cardigan <laughs> <laughs> ah, this bitch. I was like, you know what I like about Margot Robbie? She's not 
not trying to be seen. <laughs> like I mean, look, if I was she's her. She's taking up her space. If you know? I was her, I'd be sure everyone knew it. Um, we also got Sprinkles Cupcakes, which we were very excited about. Oh, and this he, is the best night of all so time. Like, I was like, but we're going to scoot out. And he was like, please stay. Please <gasps> stay. And I was like, I can't. I was like, you know. Uh, and he had like a show in Santa Barbara the next morning or the next oh. night. But I was like, oh, let's hang out sometime soon. But truly, he's like the nice. He's the most special person. He's truly just giving it all to everyone all the time and he likes improv he loves improv <laughs> and he's not fakey fake so that's what i'll say about him. i think he's, he seems like an actual angel on planet he Earth. is an actual angel <laughs> yes he's a sweet <laughs> angel baby um i love that what a special night God, you're a good so, host you really raised the bar for anyone visiting and you then later Jesus. In the week, uh this is just she's gonna hear this but i was like what do you want to do she's like i don't know what do you want to do i was like i already planned so i made <laughs> two whole days happen <laughs> you plan i made magic happen <laughs> figure it out just tell me where you want to go for lunch <laughs> <laughs> i think that's fair i mean that's you pulled a lot together as a host accommodating an injury too yes yeah, so but it was funny because i was like great we get to just sit t- 10 15 feet away from him as he like serenades us with that's like seven songs truly unreal um, but anyway, that's us. That's Amazing. our news. We well, talked for a long ass time. Well, we'll blow through a couple quick news items and then, uh, well, there's no oh, episode yeah. this Shit. week. We should have started at the top. I know guys. If you listen to 13 minutes of babble. Bullshit. Bullshit. Absolute And there's garbage. not going to be a goddamn recap no, this but week. unlike times we've been, uh, chastised. Chastised. <laughs> I was about to say nailed to the cross, which was not nearly. You're feeling spiritual <laughs> yes. right now. Yeah, I guess I am. Is it, I guess I'm really into easter this week also it's like crazy how sensitive we are everyone is so nice to us all the time <laughs> all we and get the moment that we get like a, a little a bit of saltiness from anyone <gasps> oh fuck you oh god we turn into the nastiest old <laughs> we women. do this for fun <laughs> um no uh this, there's no episode uh keeping it with the kardashians did not go the route of many of the sunday shows and they knew what they knew their place and they said we shall not go up against the game of thrones premiere or coachella I or guess. coachella and there is no so there was no new episode this week um it's back next week they so just do this to us they constantly that's how they pad out their year and we would have gone back to like but we just wrapped up so nicely with yeah. the end of season three i think so we thought this would be a good opportunity to we'll do some news and then um um, we have some emails and yeah. a little mailbag, um, but yeah, it'll be a fun one. So well, we had some birthdays last week. Yes. So we're going to uh, wish happy birthdays. Um, well, not last week. Courtney is turning uh, 40 this week. Yes. yes. So for <gasps> anyone who did watch uh, tune in last night, they did a really cute thing, which I don't remember. Maybe they've done before, but it was the episode where they went. It was last season's episode. Was it last season where they went to Mexico? The big wild girls weekend in Mexico. Yes. It was like all of Courtney's best favorite episodes or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And so the one I was watching was Mexico, which I forgot also is really intense because it's Kim's first trip after Paris and she has like the meltdown and calls Joe Francis like she's crying oh, in the yes. bedroom about like is it safe here is it safe here and I forgot how real that and is Joe Francis is like I'm in prison right now Kim but yes it's safe <laughs> no there. he shows up like surprise oh, right. and it's like Ugh, get out of here Ugh. but um no, they did a cute thing where they had all these little videos that people had recorded for um, of like 
the friends and everyone in her life all these cute like 40th birthday wishes and then they did a really cool thing where it was like a pop-up video style at the bottom of the screen that was all this like behind the scenes info <gasps> of like cutie people oh what's the number one question producers get asked uh in this scene they forgot to mic uh there was only they said there was only for the mexico trip um, one producer that they only had one producer there so that uh, they would feel more comfortable which is interesting because I had not I had forgotten that no one is mic'd that whole episode yeah like, it's just a bunch of subtitles yeah it's all like subtitles it's crazy and it feels really cool but um, but it's really great they had like all these fun people from their lives like all the people you would guess um, and yeah it's it's really crazy it's her 40th birthday so Happy birthday, Court. Happy birthday, Court. Uh, and I did forget also that uh, it's the episode where she bra- she calls and she brags about barfing four times and sleeping in her barf. <laughs> and this is not the episode where uh, uh, Gr- Grace finger bangs someone? It is that trip. Okay. I was trying to remember. Her- she called her, they call her Grace? Yeah, but who we then figure out later is... It's... um. Joyce? Joyce, yeah. We've, but I don't remember how we pieced that together. Very clearly. It was just very clearly Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce is a disaster. She looks like and a disaster in the episode. Was fink, she tried to finger bang, right? Yes, yes. Did she finger them? No, it was herself, right? In oh, front of yes, them? yes. I think that that was the story they told, is that somebody like fingered themselves yes, in front of... Yes, yes, yes. Joyce, Joyce. <laughs> Joyce fingered herself. But they were also, calling her Grace, right? Yes. Or so that's like, why. It was like, a fake yes they wouldn't say your name but also i forgot there's so much that happens in this episode it's also the one where they're relaxing by the pool and steph shep is on her phone and they pulls up the photos the beach photos of kim's butt <gasps> oh, kim, and is- she spirals so hard she goes inside for like the rest of the trip and leaves early and it's like she is spazzing oh. so hard um anyways we're not recapping that episode what are we doing moving on well it was true's birthday it, it over was the weekend true, speaking of more birthdays true had the sweetest little birthday I party love this. although chloe did a little video montage <laughs> of somewhere over the rainbow and i was like it seems like they're dead well they were walking like, through smoke machines yeah and it's like kind of like uh blur like like um that kind of not sepia but whatever like washed out tones and it's like moving at that rate that makes it seem like old timey footage so it's like moving at like a, a slower rate and uh i was like why do they look like they- this is a memoriam it felt like an in memoriam the shots of her like posing on the steps of like it literally looked they, like they, and were- they both died r.i.p <laughs> r.i.p this was a this was a beautiful memorial to this family well i mean the big headline uh this is why is- they need kanye this is why they need kanye kanye I mean, needs to, to sign off to creative direct even the one-year-old's birthday party yeah, to be like this is all over the place Chloe. i mean between look on the one hand i was happy that like a uh, stormy world wasn't on our hands again we weren't walking through a huge giant true head wow, you can really see the different budgets they're working with <laughs> yeah, one had a fog machine <laughs> one had a full blow-up head of their child like a billion gets you a lot more than whatever no but the big news was that um Tristan, Tristan was, there. was there. So Tristan was there, and there is a 
uh, I, did you watch the video of them in the same frame? I well, it's, it's hard. Like music's playing over it, and it feel he's like reaching for true, and it's like Chloe keeps looking at the camera, like, and it's it's weird. Like she won't look at him, yeah, right? like she won't look at him because the, I said it to you guys, and I was like, "Is this Tristan?" Yes, and I say you guys, and I mean Jess and Trish. Ev- Trish is still Trish is very active in look, our in in look, this she world. She doesn't talk to you guys, but yeah, she loves, she loves us. us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I don't know what y'all. Do did to her she's cool with us she loves us y'all pissed her off i undid something (laughs) it feels like before we move into like speaking of tristan we should jump to the next logical thread which was some coachella awkwardness yeah so as as aforementioned i mean you have to live under a rock these days to to not know that coachella is taking place this last weekend was the first weekend of coachella and kylie and kendall were both there but not really together kylie was doing like she was hanging out with travis uh scott and uh it seemed like kendall was hanging out with the daily and bieber bieber yeah the The bieber's Um, but apparently, and I, I, (laughs) this is how, by the way, this is real. I texted, I texted Marcy and Trisha saying, oh my God, I'm anxious because what if Jordan, because it looked like Jordan was at Coachella and I was like, what if there's a run in? I'm very nervous and for there it. And was. then there was, guys. They oh. were in a VIP tent and there were picnic tables and apparently Jordan... So we have uh, Kendall hanging out with the Biebs, the yep. Haley, right? Yep. Haley? Yeah. Haley, Haley Bieber, yeah. And and then Jordan's sitting with her mom getting in an argument and she's like, not now, mom. <laughs> and Kendall did not speak to her and just kind of give her the main girl stare. Cold-shouldered. <sighs> so, we, so we are seeing that... There is a clear divide. Uh, and but what that, else could? No, that's the only way to handle it. And I'm sure that uh, there's lots going on behind the scenes. But Jordan was very like she was very present. Yes. She grammed a lot. Also, that was one of the first ones that we watched was that. Um, oh, God. Jaden Smith was one of the first acts on Friday night. What did he do? He rapped. He has an album. OK. He had a a pretty decent slot oh and it was oh guys please email me and let me know if this is a thing that people like i have not watched i mean first of all it's tough to know that like to realize that like it is a great slot and a huge stage and like they had like a tesla descend from the ceiling and like he had so much like special effects and also willow was hanging like suspended from the air and willow has a beautiful singing voice i was bowled over by willow's like uh voice but then Jaden was the like actual slotted act and he was unbearable to watch i thought it was all like it was just bad and his eyebrows are shaved off and i was like <laughs> what is happening and like and but this then, is last year no this you- is friday oh oh because you're watching the live Jayden, stream yeah, i was sorry. watching the live stream sorry um and Jaden, yeah, Jaden was had a big debut. This was like a big deal. And so Jordan, I didn't realize it, but a bunch of people ran on the stage at one point when he was like rapping on top of this <gasps> Tesla. And there was a girl. This I didn't recognize like her. like a fever dream. It felt like a fever dream. It was apparently Jordan came on stage. She had one of those masks on and sunglasses and came on stage and like danced around. And I didn't even realize it was Jordan. I like watched the actual live show and then later saw the photos. I just thought it was like his friends, like because there was other people on stage. Guys, I'm out of my depth. It was all it was all a fever dream. Wow. But we survived. The question is who returns for weekend two? Um 
Well, I mean, we're going to have Sunday service next weekend. So you're going to have older. That's right. You're going to have the elder Kardashians there. Oh, God. I hope. I can't wait to see what I they hope wear. North's there. Oh, they will. They don't have the kids go to the service. So let me tell you. Nothing is funnier right now than Nori's black book on Instagram. And Chloe responded to one of them. It is so, so, so funny. We should try to get them. We should reach out and see if we can speak to them. It really makes me laugh because it really does feel like her voice, too. It's so well done. Like, there's one where it's like last week when North had like a tantrum in Chicago, like eating, like, do you want some ice cream and she's like i don't want it and then she's like look what the editors didn't show you is that i was having a very my mom was really getting my nerves and and granted i am i apologize for my behavior but but you are not being shown the whole story (laughs) it was the last time she'd asked me and i was just sick of her it's It's very funny it's a very well done thing um oh this is big for us and thank you guys for uh, people who who gave us credit for this <gasps> yes this is big and I, I i think we rarely take a victory lap and i will take this victory lap with you marcy great kim is going to law school kim the big news has dropped she is doing um apprenticeship with some lawyers and she is doing 18 hours of studying oh supervised studying a week and coming up shortly she's taking what they call the baby, baby bar. bar and guys the victory lap is because we called it we called it we said people forget her dad was robert kardashian yes. and that we pieced it together starting with alice we after talked alice. about it last late last summer yes we were yeah. like it would not surprise me i'm gonna go ahead and make another go ahead no and that we yeah we floated the idea that she actually becomes a lawyer and she is and this will dovetail into the email we'll read in a little bit but can i read her post too yes please yeah so in this post she is studying with her two mentors and it says last year i registered with the california state bar to study law for the next four years a minimum of 18 hours a week is required i will take written and multiple choice tests monthly as my first year is com- almost coming to an end, I am preparing for the baby bar, a mini version of the bar, which is required when studying law this way. I've seen some comments from people who are saying it's my privilege or my money that got me here, but that's not the case. One person actually said I should stay in my lane. I want people to understand that there's nothing that should limit your pursuit of your dreams and the accomplishment of new goals. And you can create your own lanes just as I am. The state bar doesn't care who you are. This option is available to anyone whose state allows it. It's true that I did not finish college. You need 60 college credits, and I had 75 to take part in the, quote, reading the law, which is an office law school being apprenticed by lawyers. For anyone assuming this is the easy way out, it's not. My weekends are spent away from my kids while I read and study. I work all day, put my kids to bed, and spend my nights studying. There are times I feel overwhelmed when I feel like I can't do it, but I get pep talks I need from people around me supporting me. I changed my number last year and disconnected from everyone because I have made this strict commitment to follow a a dream of mine. It's never too late to follow your dreams. I want to thank Van Jones for believing in me and introducing me to Jessica Jackson. Jessica, along with Aaron Haney, have taken on the role of my mentors and I'm forever grateful to them both for putting in so much time with me believing in me and supporting me throughout this journey this week i have big torts essays due <laughs> on negligence wish me luck it's, it's twinkle stars uh scale emojis i mean first of all i think by far her longest 
post ever. I, lo- I love that she's sh- uh, also God. There's so many things I love about this that kind of do dovetail into those other articles that we got from that email. Yes, which we'll get to, but let's we should t- we can talk about it here. Oh God, I just love that. Like it's so stupid. It's truly stupid of people to tell someone that they cannot educate themselves and go be a part of our of our legal process in this country it proves it's stupid and it's why people like trump got elected as president because you think that it's not for you it's everyone not only should you be voting and involved but if you don't like some shit going down locally or even at a larger level why aren't you the person getting involved walk the walk i took a class it was in college it was about um criminal justice and like conspiracy theories and Mm. stuff and the the like it was a lot of like our, our professor was pretty kooky and he was just like everything is a conspiracy and yeah. everyone is owned by other people and like basically money is running this country which is all true yeah uh and he was like and if you don't like it you should be involved you don't have to make a career of it but you can go run for you can run for office yes and he's like and if you i really encourage he's like people need to know that it's their job to make this country or their city or their state a better place. Yeah. And I love that she's doing like it, it, we can all do it also. And we'll, then we'll circle back. But if people haven't figured out that Kim Kardashian runs on haters, <laughs> it fuels her. It fuels her. It is literally her lifeblood is like she'll drink she, that haterade and get back on the she treadmill drinks it and she savors proving people wrong. Yes. And it is why we love her and hate her. But it's like if you think that she reads stay in your lane and it's like a hundred lanes open up like yes. she loves it and it's my favorite. And that's the point of that post is yes. like it's like encouraging all of the right things. And it's also like proves she loves proving people wrong which i'm gonna pause there because we'll we'll circle back to it should we take a quick break yeah now marcy you know that i love poshmark oh yes and i love it too it's great it's amazing and here we are it's springtime i'm getting ready to clean out my closet and put everything on poshmark so that i can not only get rid of clothes but i can do some shopping for some new spring clothes you can earn money and then use that money to go buy new stuff on poshmark you can get things like lululemon Mm. nike louis vuitton for up to 70 percent off and there's tons of lightly used or brand new items with tags on at poshmark so you can get rid of all your stuff and then go buy some more it's so easy you can shop for an event a vacation shipping is crazy fast and all you have to do is download the app which is so 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 easy to use so listeners of cardition it get five dollars off their first purchase all you have to do is use that invite code dishin d-i-s-h-i-n when you sign up that's the invite code dishin uh get shopping on poshmark hell yeah all right, we back. So this dovetails very nicely into um, an email we got that we thought would be a fun yes. place to to sort of gab for a minute. Um, so the the email, the subject line uh, is request for next podcast, the rebranding of Kim Kardashian. Yes. Dear Jessica and Marcy, 
First of all, I love your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I listen to you every week all the way from the Netherlands. That excited me to read. Yes. Um, And I am so happy that I have found two smart, intelligent women that love the Kardashians as much as I do. It brings me so much joy listening to you every week, hearing how you guys dissect this crazy and fascinating family. I have a request for the next podcast. I would love to hear your thoughts on these two in-depth articles that have recently appeared in the New York Times and Vogue about the Kardashian family and Kim Kardashian in particular. The first is called Keeping Up with the Kardashian Cash Flow. That was the New York Times one, which I mentioned last week. And then the newer one, The Awakening of Kim Kardashian West, which is her uh, most recent. It's her Vogue cover. Yes. First of all, I think it is great that these two media platforms with great reputation have written in-depth, serious articles about the Kardashians and their accomplishments. I think the Kardashians are finally being seen for the savvy, hardworking businesswomen that they are. I also think these articles give such a fascinating insight into the lives of these women and their entire empire. I was so amazed by the fact that Kim is now studying to become a lawyer. I think that these articles, together with the, se- the new season 16 episodes, really portray Kim as a, this smart and hardworking businesswoman and boss lady. If this continues, I think this positioning of Kim Kardashian would be the greatest rebranding we have ever seen in pop culture. Would love to hear your thoughts on this. Much love from the Netherlands. This is from Marit, right? Marit. Thank you so much for your email. Yes. And yes, both these articles were so great. They're Especially so the, great. the Guys, Vogue go article read them. I really <gasps> loved. Um, but it is really fascinating, like talking about her studying law and going in depth like how she's doing it yeah the vogue article for anyone who hasn't read it um really focuses on the the law piece yes. of it and how the journey from helping um alice get out of jail yeah. really and and creating a relationship with van jones and and it's because she realized it, during the process that like trump was looking to her yeah trump was talking to lawyers all the time but he wanted kim like he and kim like really van jones was like kim stepped up and told him a very articulate reason that like would that any law professor would be excited to hear her explain like she did a good job of telling them the human side of it yeah but that she realized through that process that oh shit I don't know what all this like I don't know I can only speak to a certain aspect of this because I don't know the law Mm -hmm. and it inspired her to want to learn it and she has been like quietly plugging away at this and like it's really you like and like flying to San Francisco we didn't even know you guys she's been flying to San Francisco because it's part of her program that when she because it has to be a certain number of weekly hours like she says in that post but that involves when she doesn't have her like two women that Mm -hmm. she's studying with um that she goes to San Francisco yes and it's like it is so uh I, I it is so I was truly so humbled by it like and to her post and what we were just talking about it's like by the way like to any lawyers and like I mean I have a friend who uh, you know I knew through law school and like is one of the smartest people I've ever known in my life and it is one of the hardest things uh getting a law degree is one of the hardest things and one of the hardest things to do when you get to be a full-time student when you get to focus and you have no other responsibilities in your life but going to law school and like the confidence and like it actually dovetails so well into uh, Kanye in a sense because yes. also if anybody watched the 73 questions video that went with it yeah and uh, which is amazing for anybody who hasn't seen it because you really see their house cl- very clearly for the yeah. first time and you get uh, like Kim Kanye and the kids but it's all about this idea of like I was so rooted with by the idea of like 
um, hitting your self-confidence at this age. Yes. And that you can only make this kind of stride and decision and like move forward in these arenas that people hate on you and doubt you in when you are like so confident in right. yourself. And that she's like, yeah, I'm, a lo- I'm smart. I can be a lawyer. Yeah, just because she's not educated doesn't mean like in the traditional sense does not mean she like obviously this woman is smart. Yes. And that it's taken like it's like the root of everything Kim to me is about like she has always believed in herself. Yes. And for various for all the things that everybody has historically now at this point for 20 years said she cannot do. Yeah. And that she continues to like zig and zag against exactly what we all assume she's going to do. And it's why she's the most thrilling pop culture presence agreed it's i mean like buckle up find somebody more interesting and i think in like one of those articles she says that she will not go into politics and i think that is a bold-faced lie a huge lie i can see her being a state representative in the next six years absolutely absolutely like you would not when you have everything i think 45 year old kim kardashian will be will be walking through the halls of the senate I could totally see it. And Absolutely. That's, and that's the piece of the Kanye Trump stuff that is like, pro, I mean, problematic, of course, but is like the root of what we've talked about it a million times, that his obsession with Trump is about, and the connection point, I think, for the two of them is about when the culture is telling you you are one thing. Yes. And you believe that you can do something different. Yes. And even I think like his obsession with Trump is just like, this man wanted to be president and he could make it happen and that's like his obsession that like you can just make that happen you can just do it and he, hell yeah wow <laughs> yeah bummer but, but he has a point motherfuck it really <laughs> happened how how the hell i guess we all need to believe believe in ourselves a lot because maybe we could really upset some people with our success <laughs> i think it's and it makes me so curious for where kanye wants to go and like it just i mean i think that I think that like the email says like the rebranding of Kim Kardashian. First of all, she's already rebranded like two or three times in prolifically from like sex tape, gem toned, silky shirt. Well, and they talk about that in the New York Times article that Kanye really like on like one of their dates was like, can I, can I, can I give you a makeover? And she's like, yes. And then he threw away all of her clothes and she's like, what is he doing? I think moments of that have been on the show. Cause I have memories of like her being sad as like crying as her yeah, shoes are gone. Yeah, like slouchy boots get taken out of her closet. She likes to archive things. <laughs> I know. Maybe that was like their little, he's like, you can never wear this again. She's like, can I archive it? but it also like it's weird and controlling it's i always struggle with kanye's like svengali position in her life um and the like credit that he gets for like her style and i mean because we did watch a huge shift take place but that's where i think that like i'm so curious where this season is headed and where this like current moment of kim is headed because it feels like she's like in her power in a certain sense in a way that like i have not seen her in and they touch on a little bit in that article about Kanye and how medication is not an option for him. Uh, yes. Which is a bummer. It's a bummer of a sentence. But look, she's going to law school, guys. She's going to figure out how to trick him into it at some point. Because one day she's going to realize what a liability his erratic behavior can be. And yeah. that one day it's going to put them in a position where it maybe scares her more yes i think think it would be about it affecting i think we've learned that she will manage it when it comes to 
public image, mm-hmm. their careers. And I imagine it would take something more dramatic and scary, like something with the children, which will never, which kind of like they're shielded from a lot because another email we got from a listener was about like someone who grew up with uh, a parent with an undiagnosed mental illness and how like that really like stuck with them and it it scarred them in many ways and, and that they thought this was really dangerous. And I mean, I, I agree it is, but we have to also take into factor in that like, Kanye's never with the kids alone. No. No, granted, he can say weird stuff and like, but I don't believe he is violent. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. I've never heard that about this person. Yeah. I think it's like the, the way I took it was like, cause there is this like troubling line in it about like, well, he can't take it because it changes him, you know? Right. And I, my heart sank as I think anybody, uh, who's, you know, who, who believes in psychiatric help, who believes in mental care is like my heart sank that that would be the phrasing of it. Cause I think that like, especially for anyone creative, that is such a nail in the coffin yeah. and it's everyone's great fear. And like to have that position that, that they have that platform, but, and, and to think of the good that that would do, if you found out that Kanye was medicated and able to create what he creates is I think like powerful, but I also, it's this thing with his family where it's like, it's two steps forward, one step back. It's the family with the most visible uh, trans person. Yes. <laughs> that we watched the transition literally happen over the course of their like, you know, sitcom reality show. And then they're the people who like do not understand the power of like denying mental health care right. and medication. And that's where that why they're so frustrating. But I think it's just coming from a place in I have a day. At, totally. At a, uh, that like he just hasn't maybe worked with the right person who's totally. been like, let's go on this journey. Let's. And also, like, if you never stop working, it's impossible. And also it's impossible to like, I am just like lowering a dosage and weaning myself off of Lexapro right now. And yesterday I had heart. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I thought like I was like, I, something's up. like I thought something was really wrong because yeah. I was in heart palpitations and like getting lightheaded. And I was like, oh, I just lowered my dosage today. <laughs> well, and but it fucks you up and if you don't have time if you don't have like uh, so i didn't do my show last night yeah but like if you can't take that time for yourself then you can never it's hard to figure out the right combination of what you need if you don't let if you don't make your health a priority you don't want it for yourself and i think that that's the pieces that it's like or you know it'll take if it ever happens for Kanye, it'll take meeting somebody of his level who can prove to him. That's why I said Richard Dreyfus and uh, what's Ellen's ex-wife? Portia. Uh, po- no, no, ex-wife or ex-girlfriend. I don't remember. The late, the other lady. And Hesh. And, and Hesh. Yeah. They need to kidnap him <laughs> and be like, we're both on lithium. We're doing great. <laughs> I like that idea of those three people hanging out is so bananas. If you saw that paparazzi photo, you'd be like, you you would stare at it like a piece of art in a museum. I'm calling like, I'm... for Richard Dreyfus <laughs> to intervene. I don't know about Anne Hesh. I think she's so much. I think she doesn't make the case. But if Richard Dreyfus was a real fucking asshole, an amazing actor, but a real fucking asshole, yeah. like would walk up to people and slap them across the face. Oh my God. Then they're like, hey, dude. And 
and he got institutionalized, found his meds, and then now he's like won Oscars and shit since then. Like Kanye, or, go hang out with Richard. <laughs> Richard, this is a call to arms. I Bring mean, your favorite psychiatrist and find <laughs> Kanye. Kanye. Um, so the the Vogue article is very Kim focused. The New York Times one is really about the businesses. Yes. And if, if I mean, you do not have to be like a business obsessed person to like it is fascinating. It's yes. fascinating. It really tracks beautifully uh, all the pieces that they want you to forget, which is like how what the mountain is built, what the what the foundation of the house is. You how know? They, they've had a bunch of shitty endorsements <laughs> in the past, like the that credit card with really high interest rates that was like <laughs> yeah. taken off. It was like it was canned or whatever. But yeah, they've made and they've lent their names to just like actual literal garbage for yeah. years, and now they're getting to roll out their pushes. Yes, uh, and all of I their. Thought you, I thought you were gonna say their pooties. <laughs> their pooties, yeah. <laughs> but I think that we, you know, it's it's a really fascinating tracking of how they were able to create what will go down which we talked about many times which will go down historically as like a like a paradigm shifting business model where it's cut out the need for pr agencies which i'm sure they all still have enough but for their brands how it functions like they are in-house they are the owners they keep every dime it feels like and then they just market it on their own instagrams yeah and they have this an interesting part where they talk about the jamila aspect jamila jamil yes uh calling out chloe for the flat tummy tea and chloe responds with like yes everyone sees me on snapchat you silly person do the silly. exercises i know she wanted to call her a stupid bitch but she tricked her but silly she, person you silly person to which like jamila retort like she responded with something else but it's like what's so like fucked up about it is Jamila does the same thing. Hair and makeup does photo shoots, looks beautiful, but she's like, I'm showing you how it's done. Yes. But they do the fucking same thing. Like, yes, it is dumb that they advertise like the teas are are are, if if nothing else, my argument about the flat tummy is just passe. Like it's just like it's just like a bad look. But like she's only like like she's only like one step ahead of them as far as like doing anything different like that she doesn't sell that stuff but like that's all that that's the only difference she's just they're sh- they show us behind the scenes we get to see the unphotoshop you yeah we're watching it every week like i just i i always come back to the same touchstone and we get a lot of people forward a lot of jamila stuff to us and we i know get we get it and also again her, I'm sh- I have not listened to a lot of her podcast appearances and I, I am sure she is an articulate and smart woman. Yeah. I think that like the biggest issue I have is that her biggest, the places where she tends to make the biggest splash, like commenting on the Instagrams and things like that. I don't, I wish there was just also the addendum of self-awareness on her end. And that's always my piece of it in terms of like her own absolute like cis thin, uh, like absolute looks he- descended from heaven you yes. know like it, the, how much that has also played a factor in like her own success her own and again I know people have forwarded us this stuff so we yes. get it also like I feel like it is kind of like yes they are shilling stuff that's like yeah unhealthy and they but basically in the article they're like yeah if it makes sense financially 
we do it for our kids, which is bullshit, but it, even whatever they know they're making business decisions and, and they weigh out that they're like, we get shit for everything. Anyway, we might as well get shit and make a lot of money. Right. Yeah. And then have diarrhea. <laughs> but the point is like, she focuses so much on that and not all the other stuff that it's like, yeah, it's, it feels like very reductive of her to be like, I'm only talking like, yeah. why don't we talk about the other stuff? Like they are. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm not here for like the, true like bullseye that she has on them i just wish it was a i i like i like Holt taking them to task in a certain sense and i also wish it was more nuanced and i because yeah. i feel like it comes it is like or just it, find some other people find some other that's the other thing is there's there's so there's, just, go after uh, go after gwyneth paltrow go after kim zolziak <laughs> gwyneth paltrow putting fucking yoni eggs in a vagina <laughs> go fucking after her go after kim zolziak photoshopping her child <laughs> which i thought was so much i gave her a bigger booty <laughs> <laughs> her little girl <laughs> it was something like that and her like and that like brielle daughter of hers is like has like a balloon for a face anyways i mean <laughs> oh because it's filled up so much it's yeah crazy and she's yeah. like i have literally i have like zoned out on pictures of her face just being like this what? is the apocalypse she it literally is like i can't get my head around it but she and her mom have the same face yes like they go like she like and then she was like yes make me look like my mom okay i went down a rabbit hole sorry <laughs> i'm obsessed um but guys uh it is fascinating i think it's the, you're right the 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 two articles and the timing of it are really yeah. like building to us a, a kind of like hypnotic rebrand that I'm, I'm voting for ken we're i mean uh, people she's gonna be my Kanye representative what if she comes out left field we are all the, this democratic field is already stacked and then yeah. what if she throws what if this becomes the most exciting election in human history <laughs> the kim no she won't pull it too fast she no, knows she's got shit to she's do she's gonna wait until like the this they have like four more seasons <laughs> yes and she's gonna be like i'm gonna be practicing law for a couple years Yes. So I'm going to do like, a couple big profile cases and yes. then I'm going to run on prison reform. Yeah. God, you're right. Shit. Okay. Remember I said it. And Give us that credit, guys. We'll be still podcasting also, right here from my table. I would watch this also. Let me tell you what I want to see. I want a body swap in which Jamila Jamil wakes up as a fat person. And then I just want to <laughs> see what happens. I want to see her wake up there 200, you go. 240 pounds. There you go. That's I just want to see if she, if what, what she, what put her money where her mouth will be then. <laughs> where it falls on her body. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what happens. Cause because I think that she might take some really drastic measures. <laughs> I just don't believe for a second she would let herself. I would love to see look that. Look like me. I think that would be the most fascinating body swap movie of all time. When you become like. I a, get her body. She gets mine. And she's like, oh, damn. Oh, thin, no. Like a thin sizest activist. And then I start making millions of dollars selling <laughs> selling green tea that makes you shit. And, and wearing a thong Marcy. on Instagram. I'm going to ruin her image. Write this. Please, God, write this. I would, I would ruin her. <laughs> I always say that God didn't make me too hot for a reason. Because I would be a little thought. <laughs> oh my God. I would never. All I ever wanted to do when I was younger was wear like the Drew Barrymore pink fuzzy crop sweater. Oh my That's God. All I ever wanted. Oh my God. But I've never been able. Ugh. 
Look, I mean, I could, but well, it's not the aesthetic I want. Well, and this body swap movie is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be a blockbuster. Um, did we have more image. news we wanted to get to? Well, just some like stuff about Kim psoriasis. And oh, health. this was interesting to me. There was an article in the Atlantic um, talking about like, again, the impact of this family, how wild it can be that it was talking about how literally like for doctors let's say like when kim is posting about psoriasis which she's done a few times and the the fact that it gets like picked up and carried it like actually there's like interviews with dermatologists and psychiatrists talking about the fact that it like this thing of raising awareness and reducing stigma like actually is noticeable and palpable yes to them because it's making people be aware that if they have the condition they're like oh i can go get treatment for it there is something there's a diagnosis i can get for this at least yes um and that like it kind of makes it like people are afraid of people with psoriasis like they'll get out of the pool if someone's swimming with them yeah they have this quote from the the ceo of the national psoriasis foundation uh and he says that he makes billions a year yeah this guy <laughs> this is the he leads with Big this psoriasis <laughs> yeah he, yeah you know they're behind everything uh, <laughs> it's part of my conspiracy theory class big psoriasis Randy Baranek he says most of the time Kim's fans see her looking like a million bucks the disease can cross all socioeconomic lines and if someone as famous and visible as Kim Kardashian can have it it doesn't make your disease feel so isolating yes and And then they talk about all the other health uh, uh, implications that come along with it and I think it's really important so that people realize it's not just a rash it's a serious uh, disease on this podcast I've you've educated me I truly thought it was like honestly I thought it was like dandruff on your skin I thought it was just like a little yeah that's that's what that's the symptom of it but it it has so many other issues like um i think arthritis and i had uh, no idea yeah well another platform for kim to run on kim (laughs) god we love her we do sorry guys it's one of those episodes you know what (laughs) i can't help it i just why fight it fucking love her why fight it i okay so then we have kendall wears weird pants this was just i it's true she wears it it's like art a whole page six article kudos to page six for making a gallery called kendall jenner loves a complicated pair of pants is so true and it is a gallery of it is i mean i know we're in a bit of a complicated pants time like i was watching the ariana grande performance last night as the big final set and all her dancers had these like pants with like the hips were cut out and you could see the bodysuit poking out underneath and i was like so distracted by like how do the pants where where does where the, pant? the pants go um and it's a great gallery but so like it, all of kendall's pants seem like they could have been like on sale at hot topic yeah they just are like they're they like just don't it's make... a short but with an anklet it's like, just what why do we have a short with an anklet <laughs> and they have like a hook for a bag that has a bag hanging from it okay i kind of like the saddle bag the prada saddle bag i do bag. like that one and then this last bit tell me about chloe's oh so scandalous Chloe affairs show. chloe is producing a series uh called scandalous affairs it is going to be one of those what is it discovery id yes yeah. uh, investigation discoveries new series called twisted love and it explores what happens when love and affection spiral into a twisted web of extreme have a twisted show? and jealousy well this is the twisted uh, the twisted sisters, twisted sisters. Yeah, this is twisted love and she <laughs> was like haha it is 
is ironic that this is the name of the show. <laughs> Give her. But also, it has been in the works for years. Uh, so it'll be out in 2020. And you know, I love an investigation discovery or discovery ID. I love all those old lady shows. I have not watched anything on investigation. It's just like discovery. all forensic files or like that Ooh, kind of stuff. That's and smart. My aunt, um, I uh, have an aunt that died a few years ago of ALS, and it one of the things that happened to her in her last like year and a half of life was she lost the ability to speak oh my god so a lot of times it was like you know she so part it made her kind of isolate a little yeah. bit because and she was learning sign language but then was having a hard time with her yeah you know ALS is just like a terrible fucking disease but she would always be watching uh, uh, investigation discovery Aww. and I just always used to think of her when I think of like any of those true crimes especially because she's married to a detective it's funny that like she's like can't she get never enough. got sick of it um, she was his biggest fan yeah but it makes me so I will watch it and I will think of Aunt I Elaine watch. I, I wanna watch um, but that's our that's all we got that's unless it. you got more stuff no I think we got through a bunch of fun news and thoughts and guys just a reminder we do uh, read these emails and we love yeah. when you you guys um ask us to cover stuff or talk about stuff so please always send those we release new episodes every wednesday subscribe on apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts please rate and review you can check out our twitter and instagram and like our facebook page or email us corrections comments or kardashian run-ins at kardashianit at gmail.com thank you so much for listening to kardashianit guys bye Ever wanted to hear from the neighbor at 9 Cloverfield Lane? Or what if I told you that Dr. Loomis's worst patient wasn't Michael Myers? I'm Adam Peacock, host of the podcast My Neighbors Are Dead. Join me each week as I talk to the lesser-known characters from your favorite horror films. Each week is an all-new, fully improvised journey into the unknown featuring friends and luminaries from the worlds of comedy, horror, and beyond. New episodes every Tuesday on Campfire Media. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Campfire.